beloveds, welcome back to the Living Consciously podcast with me, Yvette Rajikopa, also known as Yvette Alu on digital platforms. Today, I have two really cool guests that I'll be speaking to, and I'm also really excited because they're men, right? We've never had any male guests on this podcast, and it's been something that I really decided I want to be intentional about. So I've got <laughs> two guests who are cool, and they're also male, so I'm happy to have some masculine energy on the podcast because we need that perspective, right? We Absolutely. need to talk about yeah. healing mm. and growth and mm. anything anything really just from a male's perspective to bring that balance. So my, I'm going to introduce you to my guests. I've got... Denzel from Denzel's and Joe. He's the co-owner of Denzel's and Joe. And I've also got Elliot over here, Elliot Sitole, whose artwork I'm wearing. I don't know if I can hit you back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it. I'm doing too much, but I just want you guys to see it. Yeah. yeah. But... This is the shirt that I got from Elliot, and he's an artist. I, I've known Elliot for a few years, actually, from back in the day when we were hustling entrepreneurs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just starting off the ground. And I think, Denzel, I met you, when did we meet? It was that event. But that event you did with books. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the one you hosted, yeah, right next to my gallery. I remember very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a really cool event. So mm. I'll give you the context of that. So today we're talking about art, as you can see. <laughs> the guys that I have are <laughs> in the art space. Denzel owns an art gallery or co-owns an art gallery. And Elliot is an artist in all different forms. Um, when I met him, he was a graphic designer. Then boom, I see him at an event. He's an artist. Hi, <laughs> 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 So I'm really excited yeah. for this conversation. Yeah. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Thank you for coming and honoring the appointment. Yeah. This is I'm excited for the for this interview specifically and also the conversations we're gonna have. So the context eh, yeah. behind that event. Yes. That I had at um, it was at what what's the twenty seven boxes. Twenty seven boxes yeah. in Melville, that's where your art gallery is based. Mm. And I have a book called Living Consciously and um what happened is I actually so I I published the book and then during the pandemic I realized that I hadn't exp expressed my creative self mm. much. So I felt mm. really, because I'm a creative, like mm. how I started writing is that I started writing poetry when I was, uh, not poetry, songs, when mm. I was nine years old. Sure. And then as I got older, you know, I used to, I'm very creative. I'm not, I can't draw. I'm mm. not that type of creative. Okay. <laughs> 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 I, also, I also believe yeah. that we're all creative beings. So mm. when I could see that um, there's a part of me that's missing that I haven't yeah, expressed yeah, yeah. in a long time, yeah. I decided to meet the need. And I sure. thought, if I'm feeling this way, if I feel like I haven't seen people in a while, mm. I just need fun, mm. light. Mm. I don't, I do a lot of intense work around sure. healing. And that's when I decided, let me do this event. I saw, oh, there's an art gallery. Yeah. My book is sold here. Mm. Let's do an event. So on mm. that evening, we actually had poetry. Yeah. Um, there were a few, like, four poets or something like that. Mm. We had the bookstore, which was open, which actually is black female-owned, and they hold a lot of um, books by um, local authors. And mm. then we also had the art gallery, which is owned by Denzel and Joe. So that was really, really beautiful. Like it was yeah. a nice evening, yeah, light, a lot mm. of fun. So that's the context behind that, which is why also I have you guys here. Because I think talking about creativity is important. And mm. talking about mental health, healing and growth in terms of that. So maybe tell me, how did you guys get into what you're doing now? Um, I'll start with you, Elliot. How did you get into... Doing this artwork that you're doing, is it something you've always been doing? Yeah, um, I'd say art has been part of me since I was born. Um, I've been drawing since I was uh, four years uh, when I was in preschool. <laughs> so 
I it was my passion like my I, like my uncle used to push me so hard to do it like okay. he he loved art he he still loves art so it wasn't something I thought I was going to be until when I was 10 I used to watch a lot of documentaries Leonardo da Vinci okay. Uh, Michelangelo, the old old school guys. So you're an artist, artist. Yes, yes I'm an artist, <laughs> artist, like artist. So um, it was it is something that was just in me. So I had to uh, push it very very hard. But then um, there was a time I saw that the time art wasn't big here in South Africa. Mm. You know, as as black people. We and we were not privileged enough to to express ourselves internationally or wherever, you know. So that time it wasn't easy for me to 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 show off my art. So I thought, ah, it's not gonna go anywhere. Let me just find something or start study something that's gonna make me get uh, a day to day bread or whatever. So yeah, so I've been I've been an artist. Oh, so you started when you were four? Yeah. Okay, I like that. I think, does your uncle get royalties now that... <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he does now that you're pushing out. Whenever I paint, I have to paint one for him. Really? So he have it. So yeah, I think he has like 10 paintings of mine. Some of them are still parked in the garage. That's really amazing. I like yeah. that. That speaks also into mentorship and guidance, like just as a male in yeah, general, yeah, right? Yeah, How yeah. much that probably boosted your confidence, yeah, yeah. exposure to books like that. Because I doubt, you, were you the one that, that went and got the books or how did you get those books, like Leonardo da Vinci, etc.? So, yo, my uncle is such a love of art. Like, I don't know. Sure. So, so he used to buy me books. He used to buy me books. He used to buy me drawing books. Uh, he used to make sure I go to compete. I like I attend competitions and stuff. So he would go further for me to have more knowledge about art. You see. So yeah, he was the one who used to buy everything for me. That's even uh, even at school, when I was at school, I uh, wanted to do teaching. He was like, no, 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 no. This is your, this is who you are. Sure. So he pushed me to that school I did fine arts and graphic design mm. so the reason for me doing uh, gra- I mean graphic design and anima- animation is because I was inspired by William Kendrick mm. so William Kendrick was a professor in the school of art mm. so he was a, a lawyer and then he became a fine artist and then when he became a fine artist he was sort of like a chuckleist he used chuckle a lot so his drawings were more motions. So I wanted to see my paintings doing the same thing. Mm. So that's when I started um, animation, just to know how to animate and see my work talking or whatever portraits that I do talking. Mm. So I'm about to do that. I love how you've integrated, like, this is something that people also struggle with in art, yeah. monetizing it, yeah, yeah. turning it into something that, that's relevant to people and yes. how do I monetize it? But if you yes. you express it and also expressing it in different forms allows you to also monetize that or yes. to 
to to diversify. I think that's the word I'm looking for. So, for example, you do graphic design, then you make these lovely paintings which are behind you, if you guys can see them. Those are both made by Elliot. And... Yeah, and then also now you're looking into animation. So that speaks of the broad spectrum yeah, that yeah. it is. And there's yeah, actually, you know, it gives you diversity, diversification in terms of when you're building your career, for example, if there's an animation thing, you can come in and say, hey, this is mm-hmm. what I can do. And maybe yeah. you can draw the actual, you know, pictures and then make the move and then that's yeah. a movie. Yeah, 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 what? yeah. So I love that, Elliot. Thank you for sharing that. And also just remember to subscribe if you're liking what you're hearing. And also, yeah, wherever you're listening to this, subscribe. Denzel, <laughs> how did you get into art? Oh, um, mine is quite opposite from, from how Elliot has, has gone into, yes. into the arts. Um, um, it's a beautiful story of my brother, actually. He's an artist. I've seen him all of my life. Um, he was never a socialite like I was. So whenever we go to play, he would be disappearing under the bed and be drawing all, yeah, all, all of his childhood. He was just an artist, basically. Um, he carved, I mean, wood in the villages. He did all sorts of things. Um, and that's how I was introduced into the world of art. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forwarding me coming to Joburg and where I am currently right now is actually seeing his journey and how... Uh, artists have been exploited in the industry and that really broke my heart and actually having to see him forgo uh, being an artist a full-time artist in going back to being a teacher exactly how Elliot thought sure. of all his life mm-hmm. um, so that really 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 um, broke my heart and um, um, he moved from just being a visual artist into a songwriter into just an artist in general and when when he was touring I used to manage him so that's when I started doing, being behind the scenes of artists, kind of like seeing, being the, the structure behind the creatives. Um, yeah, um, and where I am right now is literally with the passion I have for artists themselves coming from my brother. Um, yeah, I founded Denzel St. Joe uh, in the midst of the pandemic. Um, it was a long time coming uh, because uh, me and Joe, um, I know you remember. You remember Joe, yes. um, yeah. Me and Joe actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, I used to have a, a, a cafe in my winning, 2019, um, and I used to have some of his artwork on the walls. And we were planning to have an exhibition in the cafe, and the pandemic hit, and then I closed the gallery, um, the coffee shop um, slash gallery. Um, um, and then, yeah, in the midst of the pandemic, we opened up Denzel St. Joe. Um, the main focus was to literally protect and foster African art mm-hmm. and history um, and how people produce work um, needs to be protected. So we, we opened up that in that focus to see everybody in the African diaspora, everybody in South Africa who's an artist. I didn't want them to go through what my brother went through. And during the opening, um, he came as well uh, to come and see. And like this is literally what he inspired in my life seeing him go through the journey of being an artist i get a lot of questions people ask me are you an artist yourself like no no i'm not an artist um uh so but yeah um because of that because i've grew up with him and he's been my best friend since i was young um, um i have special love for art mm. 
yeah, it really holds a very, very special place in my heart. I don't really like talking about how I got into the mm-hmm. art industry, but yeah, it gets me very, very emotional. But literally, that's how I got into the arts. And um, I wish he had what Elliot had, mm-hmm. um, an uncle who pushed him to, to that extent, um, or the knowledge around him. I, I believe he's still the, the best talented guy I know currently. Um, so uh, I find that a lot. And when I went into the industry... I found that it's not only my brother, it's a whole lot of people. And I want to actually touch on that point that you just mentioned, because that's something that, as you both were speaking, right, Mm. you guys, both of you going into the space of art is based on influence, right? Mm. Influence from your brother, observing his experience and seeing how you can do it better, right? Mm. It's actually a business thing, like Mm. find a problem, solve it. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. You're part of the solution. And then it influence from your uncle. How would you say it's important for men and also specifically for black men to have positive influence, like a mentor, a guide? How would you, how would you say, how important do you think that is? It's very important, oh, super important, because imagine if I didn't have my uncle around me, um, I wouldn't be, um, know that, that I have a talent, you know, and the talent can take me far. So I remember I was teaching, I think it was 2021, I was teaching in Soweto. And I was teaching a group of young women and old women. So, you know, they were doing fashion. They didn't understand what they have, Mm. you know, until I came into the space and I started talking to them started teaching them. Mm. And this one lady came to me and was like, you know, Elliot, I just got a job mm. because now I can know, I know how to design. Mm. I know how to design a dress. Mm. I know how to, I know how to sell my business. Mm. You know, so thinking that if you don't have a mentor as a person or as a young man, um, it, it's like not having an advice or you're in a dark space. That's why most, there was this one guy said to me, you know, the most ideas are six feet under because it means that everyone, you die not knowing what you have in you because you you didn't get a chance to to get someone who's going to teach you or guide you or show you the other space of life of what you're doing, you see. So it's very important. It's very, very important to have a mentor and it's very important to 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 connect with people so that you can find yourself. Yeah. That makes sense, right? Yeah. We've yeah. had some conversations. <laughs> I was about to say, and he was yeah. actually giving yeah. me tips. Yeah. Um, so yeah. how, especially when you're in the art space, right? Sure. Being able to network and mm. connect with people yeah. and mm. being able to recognize when somebody can... Bring your ideas from six feet under. Yeah, it's sure. Very important. Absolutely. How do you go about that? Um, look, it's it's it, it's a few ways to do to go about um, this, and I always say it's very important to understand that what you know currently, there's somebody who knows ten times what you know, and it's identifying those spaces and who actually knows you know what about you, um, and for me, it's it's the business I'm in. I'm in I'm in the business of knowing people for example, and we've got a couple of tools which we kind of like learn and know and 
That's why when we, I think when we met with Elliot, I was like, I know about Elliot, and I know, of, you know, even the marks which he did, which he didn't bring for you, you're supposed to put your mark here with his artwork. Um, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, next time. Yeah, <laughs> but it's I'm in the business of 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 knowing people and bringing it back a bit about mentorship with especially black men. In it's very important. Um, um, where I am currently, it is because I have men who actually carved the path which I walked. And, you know, people who are actually light the shine, I mean, shine the light on the path which you're going to walk. It's very important because we think we know, but we, we don't know as much as we're supposed to know. And small knowledge is dangerous. You know, the thinking that I know, it's very dangerous. So in the path which you walk, as an individual, I always say, look at where you want to go. Look at the people who have walked the path currently. You know, it's very important to go to them and like, guys, I need, I need to know. I want advice. You know, I, I, I wanna, I wanna open up a podcast like you. Where do I start? You know what I mean? That curves your, your, your path very, very, very significantly. So I always say to people, it's very important to approach people, understand your weaknesses, understand that everyone has weaknesses, and identify them. Tell people, cry out. You know, so it's very important that you cry out where you don't understand, where you need to know, you know, reach out to people. You know, there's this notion that people will never help. You know, people will never say anything, but which is which is a misconception of especially Ubuntu. You know, I find that in the space I'm in when I interact with people, the more you ask, the more people are willing to help. You know what I mean? We have this thing like if I tell them, then they'll never do this. But what you find is the more you talk to people, the more actually they give you, you know, what I mean? they're willing, they're willing to give. Do you find that a lot of times with a lot of men, there's a struggle to ask for help because you're supposed to know? Absolutely, there's, there's, we, we, we have, we have this thing that you're a man. That I mean, like, I mean, any, any form of weakness um, seems to to be less of a man you are. You know what I mean? You're not supposed to cry, you know, ask for help. That's why guys drive around with a car, even they are lost, phone, you know, phone are dead. They <laughs> never... Just yeah, ask. Just stop and ask, you know. <laughs> it, it, will, it will save you so much time. You know what I mean? Just stop there and like, yo, hello, how are you? I'm lost, my phone is off. You know what I mean? It will save you so much time. So you find that a lot. There's so much pressure um, around men for that reason. And you also find it, especially in, in the art industry as well, yeah. um, that... People don't even come around, you know what I mean? So um, I remember when I actually opened, um, when I actually opened the gallery, I remember I was still painting the gallery. We were still painting the gallery. I went to a couple of artists, which were my friends who used to come to the cafe. Um, we went around, and I remember we, I went to Vets, I went to uh, Victoria Yards, I went to a couple of places. People I know, they enjoy my coffee in the first place. People, i like, guys, uh, do you mind consulting in the gallery? Come in, let's talk about the lights we're going to use, let's talk about the flooring we're going to use, let's talk about this. For people who have walked into the gallery, actually it's an influence of Johannesburg artists. It's not even just an influence of Denzel. We didn't sit around at a, in an office somewhere and design it. We actually had artists walk in, and like, I think this type of light would work. I think this type of floor would work. I think this, you know what I mean? So the more you talk to people, the more you get, you know what I mean? And it's not even about... Um, trying to exploit or anything like that, but it's just literally just talking to human beings. Tell me, I think I hear you what you're saying, which is that you have resources around you. Mm. A lot of times you don't see people as resources, mm. right? Mm. Which speaks into mentorship, which speaks into, some people will say, 
Is I don't know anyone. Do you know someone that knows someone? Is mm. I don't have the skills. Mm. Your friends don't have to have all the skills. Maybe it's just they just know about lighting. Yeah, absolutely. Things and you, it doesn't. Mm. Sometimes you lose nothing from just reaching out and speaking absolutely. to that person and mm. asking them those questions. And mm. I guess it's also that fear of rejection a lot of yeah. times, <laughs> right? <laughs> Elliot, I'm wondering yeah. with your art, were you worried about how people will receive your work? <laughs> so here's the story. So uh, after I graduated uh, from animation design, I I stopped for a while not painting because of thinking that okay, the art industry is not well taken seriously in our country. So during the pandemic, that's when I was like, ah, fuck, I'm home. There's nothing I can do. Mm. So I had like a board, a big one. Like let me just do a painting. Mm. After how many years? Six years, seven years. So me and Joe, we used to paint mm. a lot. So Joe stopped. I carried on. Mm. So on that day, I was like, let me just do something, a portrait. I was just testing. Mm. <laughs> Started painting. And then I posted on my Instagram. Oh, like Responses. Response, yeah. response, response. On Twitter, I think I was on 200 in about two weeks, mm. I was like 700. Mm. You know, people started responding. That's when I saw that, you know what? There's power in social media. Mm. You know? mm. There's uh, a way for me to grow this thing. Let me just take it serious. Just mm. with that painting alone, I had two people requesting for my work to come and exhibit. You know, so I was like, what? Mm. You know, Amazing. I, yeah. So all this time, I didn't tell my uncle like I stopped painting. So when you saw that I was I was doing an exhibition, you're so happy. And then yeah, that's when I I find out that you know what, there's there's good response out there. Mm. There's there's people who are waiting for your work. You just need to start and push, 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 push. I need you to say that again. Because <laughs> I think yeah. some people might need to hear that. Yeah. So I'm saying there's people waiting for your work. There's people waiting for you to start. So the only thing that you need to do is just to push. Because the more you telling yourself, Gucci, what if, what if, what if, the what if is going to kill you. So mm. just take that brush or take that computer and start working. So, yeah, if it wasn't for a pandemic, I don't know. So both of you actually started um, pretty much around the pandemic. So the pandemic, because yeah. I remember when I'd post, because my mind, I'm a, I'm a solutions-orientated person, so I never like to feel stuck. So when, when I was like, okay, what was, what's the opportunity in this? Right? I remember I also had just published my book uh, or released it or working on it. I was about to publish it and then pandemic. Mm. <laughs> I was supposed to launch it, mm. actually. And then I was like, oh, but I had planned, I was planning a launch face-to-face. -face. And I was like, no, man, I can do a digital launch. And it's mm. cheaper, and I don't have to pay for people. Mm. But the ally I mm. did was use Facebook, did a Facebook Live, cost me less, still got the awareness, reached the same outcome. So I really like what you're saying about just getting started. For you, Denzel, is it the same thing? Yeah, just start and the yeah well, ab take. absolutely. Like, um, I, I think that's, that's just basically my philosophy. Nothing is, nothing is ever perfect. Um, the first song is important, you know, the first dish which you cook is important. 
You know what I mean? The first invention is important. You know, that's the stepping stone to what you're supposed to be doing. Um, in the industry I'm in, I mean, like, when we when we sat around, we're actually going to bring the same concept which we had in Mawane. So Joe, Joe stays, he's a state farmer from Mawane, but he used to love the coffee um, and, and, and the sandwiches which I used to do. He was the number one client, basically. Um, but when the pandemic hit, our first conversation, actually, on Facebook was because we were never friends before that. Uh, he was just a client, and I had a coffee shop. Uh, but during the pandemic, he inboxed me on Facebook, funny enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had coffee in Bryanston. We're sitting there like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, what's, what's going to happen to the plans which we had uh, before the pandemic? We were supposed to do his photography exhibition. What's going to happen to that? Like, I, do you still have the cafe? No, I've closed the cafe. Um, so what's going to happen to, are we looking for another place? It's like, yeah, let's look for another place. Let's do the exhibition and see how it goes. Uh, fast forwarding, we, we found the location, 27 boxes, and yeah, we started. For people who came in, in our first opening would, would know, I mean, the hanging system, the lighting system, the flooring, it was a whole different conversation. If you see, look at the pictures, it's quite different, but the idea is um, start. Like, everything else will improve as you go, right? Um, luckily, you've got, everybody has a skill which they can employ in whatever they want to do. So if you were a teacher before and you used to mark books, by the time you open up your first business or you open up something, you do performance appraisals. You know the system, right? So everybody has a skill which they can employ in whatever they're doing. So we had skills which we had prior and that was owning businesses. And when we opened up that one, we literally just hit the ground running. And then everything else followed. So I agree with Elliot. Just just start. Don't have to think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everybody's waiting for that product. He's right. Because when we opened, everybody was just like, oh, finally, we have a a gallery in Melville. You know what I mean? So we had some. They closed down. But, yo, thank guys for coming back. There is a book by, um, I think it's Elizabeth Gilbert, the Eat, Pray, Love Lady. Mm. Most men don't, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but maybe you guys but um, don't judge us <laughs> <laughs> we might have read it yeah no 10 minutes in yeah <laughs> so there's a book called big magic by her and she talks about and this is also something that i've always believed that 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 ideas have a life of their own they're looking for somebody to to a, a vessel to mm. express them. And that's something that I believe. And whenever I get an idea, I'm like, I it's either I act it out or I don't. Otherwise, mm. it's going to find another vessel. Mm. And it's that thing where you think of something mm. and five years later, you find someone else doing yeah, it. Yeah. And you're like, shucks. I thought, I thought about this. this yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. You understand? Mm. Or five years ago type of thing. And I think that's what it is where mm. the idea comes and so many times people are so stuck in self-doubt that they're like, it's just an idea. Let me express it. Like what you did, you just mm-hmm. painted. Yeah. And it, 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 you went with the flow and you put your art out there and you got a good response. And you, you also started the, the yeah. art gallery. Mm. And without maybe overthinking it too much, obviously planning, but you, you put yourself out there. And I think, from, I think it's doing really well. Like both of you are doing really, mm. really well. And, and yeah, I think that's why I also wanted you guys to have, to be here on the podcast as well. And I guess my last few questions, <laughs> I'm squeezing a few questions, um, is that what are, how do you deal with disappointment when things don't go your way? I know we spoke about starting, but how yeah. do you deal with, what's your process of dealing with disappointment? 
You know, there's a there's a, a book that I used to read. Um, I think it was Enzo Enzo Ferrari. I don't know if you know Enzo Enzo the the Ferrari owner. Oh, okay. And the car. So the guy said, you know, sometimes you people won't believe. You will think people won't believe in your work, mm. you know. But then you put more effort on it, and you will see. Don't don't be scared of the results, mm. because you don't know. Not everyone will like your work. Not everyone will not like your work. Mm. You know. So you just need to go. As we said, Bitty, just do it. Mm. You know. So disappointments, yes, they are there. But to be honest, on my side, I didn't think of them. Mm-hmm. I thought that, ah, let me just paint, let me do this. And then results were good. And then that, yeah, I've, I've, I've never thought of any disappointment. The only disappointment, disappointment I got was when I had an exhibition and I thought, because like everyone was excited and I thought that I was going to sell, you know, on the same night. Um, almost all my work. Mm-hmm. So I didn't sell mm-hmm. that night. That night, I think there was an event in Cape Town that was after COVID. Everything was just opening up. So everyone went to Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Everyone was in Cape Town. So not a lot of people came and I expected them to come and I thought they were going to buy at the time. So no one bought anything. I was like, shucks. Okay, let me go to the drawing board. I started posting all my work, all of it. Um, I think we had a conversation about it because yes. I was like, I haven't, I haven't seen you. Where, yeah. where are you? Yeah, you were yeah. even surprised. Like you paint, yeah. You know, like mm. I was like, yeah, I paint. I'm like, why I don't see your work? And then that's when going back to social media, okay, started posting my work. People started seeing my work. I think around September, my work was sold out. Mm. Sure. Mm. This this was the last two paintings I had. Mm. Then this other guy bought it. Mm. So my work sold out. I was like, you know what? Everything has its own time. Mm. You just need to expect disappointments, mm. but you don't have to take them into your heart and your mind because it's going to delay you. It's going to delay your process. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine, Pat Dumi, I was telling him that, you know, there's a friend of ours, very, very cool guy. Um, but for him to move, it takes him time because he's scared to do something, you know. So disappointments are there. Just do it, Sinji. Just do it. Denzel, how do you deal with disappointments? Yeah, I think, I think, I would say it's 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 similar. Um, um, I think when it when you expect it to happen, right? If if you if you know it's gonna happen, because one of the biggest things people always live in a bubble and live in an illusion, you know. What I mean, so know that it's gonna happen. It's it's the way of life. Ups and downs happen. You know, car accidents happen. You lose your leg. You lose your mother. You lose your parent. Um, so those things are there. There are setbacks. You understand there are ways to deal with them. And I think you um, having 
a podcast like this where people can actually talk about this. It's seem other ways where they can actually deal with their losses and their yeah their disappointments. So one of one of the biggest thing is if you if you haven't lost a lot, you don't really know how to build up that tough skin. You have to have crocodile skin. It has to. Yeah, that skin has to be so thick, especially in a South African climate, right? So it has to be very thick. Where you knock on doors, nobody opens. When they look at the color of your skin and they look away, you know what I mean? So there's a lot. For example, funny story. Um, won't mention names, but when we're looking for a space, I went into a certain space. They said, no, there's not going to be a space. Joe walked into a certain space. They said the space is available. You understand? So he's white. He's white. Yeah. So <laughs> just to yeah, just to put it out there. So you, you once you once you start understanding the, the 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 climate where you're in, where you operate, how you, you expect these things to happen, and you don't take them too hard. But those which hit you very hard, um, I I I have techniques which I use. I run. Um, um, I sleep. Yeah, literally, just close yourself into a room. You know, switch off phone, switch off everything. You shut off the world and you cry your ass off. Like you just excuse the French, but yeah, you cry a lot. You know what I mean? After losing everything, and you wake up and you go again and fight. So the biggest thing is learning to cope with this and having techniques to cope with it. And I remember my mom passed away a month before I opened up my cafe. So literally 30 days before I opened up my cafe, before we had the hippie, yes, everybody in. My mom passed away. She was in hospital in Jimiston. So those things are, are, are things which kind of like teaches you techniques and way to, to, to work and talk to people as well. Have support system, have a support structure. Mm -hmm. We are able to say, you know what, I've lost everything. I don't know what to do anymore. You know what I mean? Have a shoulder to cry on. Have mentor, like you said. Um, those people are very important in your life to say, okay, look, I have this. Now I've got, I've got a daughter where whenever I go home, even in the toughest of days, when I go there, she smiles. You know, she starts telling me stories and all is well. But it's very important to know that those disappointments are going to be there and you're going to lose a lot. It's okay to cry. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to do this. It's okay to do that. Um, it's, it's not nice. I'm in the field where I'm not an artist or I'm not a producer of, um, of, of tables and say, okay, I've got this literally. Um, <coughs> there are times where you're sitting there and you're like, you don't know where sales are going to come from. You don't know what's going to do. Like you don't have, you don't have fuel. You don't have rent. You don't have this. You don't have that. You don't have that. Kid is crying. You need to pay for school fees. Those times when they arrive, your support structure is important. And I think we spoke about this last time we were at, at Charlie's yeah. to say it's very important to have that support structure to be able to say, okay, guys, uh, we're rough. Mm. Um, I need a shoulder to cry on. You know what I mean? Guys, get around, have coffee, pray, you know, go to um, whatever spiritual person which you need to talk to, go to therapy even. Mm. It's important to, to go through this because it's, it's, people commit suicide over what we're doing. People don't understand this. Like when I say it's very emotional because I saw my brother go through it. Mm. People go through suicidal thoughts because of what we, in the field which we are yeah. in, right? So whether it's either it's um, being an artist or being in the creative space mm. because in South Africa still seen as a luxury goods kind of thing. So it's very important to understand that you need a support structure. You need to have people around you. You know what I mean? So... I think you're bringing in some very good points, uh, sure. Denzel. You know, yeah. just 
really having things that you lean into, like healthy coping mechanisms yeah, yeah. that help you. Because we have coping mechanisms. Not sure. all of them are healthy. Mm. Right? Some people go and spend all their money. Yeah. <laughs> Some people go and drink their money. Some mm. people go. So it's good to have healthy coping mechanisms and reach out for that support. I know that it's very difficult. And mm. that's, that's, yeah, also reaching to your community. Mm. That's something that I struggle with, right? Mm. And I remember that's why, remember when we had yes, that conversation, yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to put I'm gonna build my out there. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. talk more, yeah. right? Because mm. I mostly work alone. And it's, it's actually, I sometimes you feel like you're in this world and it's just you in this world. Sure. Like yeah. you, you feel like sometimes you, can't, you speak to people, but you don't always feel like they can relate. Mm. So I remember when I spoke to Denzel, he was like, oh, yeah, this is my journey as well. Mm. And I was like, okay. It, it, I felt lighter after the conversation. Mm. Not that mm. I was, you know, burdening him mm. <laughs> with that thing, but we exchanged some ideas. We mm. spoke about the challenges. And even that helps a big deal. Elliot, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I wanted to say that, you know, we're all going through stuff. Um, these are hard times. Uh, so whatever that you are doing or the idea that you have, let it mold you. Let it build you mm-hmm. so that you can have strength uh to 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 carry on you know because um knowing that there was a lady once told me that you are here because you have a purpose you have a reason why you're here so these challenges you are facing are just challenges a part of life you know so take those challenges and Bring them together with, with your strength and then do what you have to do. Because if you're going to say, ah, no, I'm struggling, I'm struggling to, to get this, I can't have connection, I can't uh, meet dance, he can't hook me up with the ex- whatever situation, then you are killing yourself. Mm. Yeah, well, so make sure that those challenges, they build you. So that John Rashi, look, you see, like, he had a mom, and that time was tough times. Mm-hmm. But he had to carry on mm-hmm. for the sake of his daughter, mm-hmm. his family. Mm-hmm. So same as the other person, you need to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. Tell me, and this is my 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 final question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me, what are you grateful for about being in the creative or art space? You can just mention two or three things that you're grateful for. I'm grateful for being an artist. I'm grateful that I'm a creative. I'm grateful that I have people around me that I can connect with. Um, yeah, I'm great. I'm very grateful that I have people around me. That's that's one thing that I'm grateful for. That I have an opportunity to express myself uh, emotionally. Um, that whenever I'm down, I have a canvas, can paint, take out everything there. So, yeah, grateful for that. I like that you mentioned that because I'm wondering if, I know men don't like talking. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. I've, I've accepted it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You keep beating yeah. it up, yeah. Problems, <laughs> right? And yeah. I think sometimes I've had to learn that a lot of times we expect men to express things or to resolve things the way that we express them as, as, as women. Mm-hmm. But I realize that you have your own tools, and those tools aren't necessarily wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just you do it differently. So I, 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 I'm sharing my learning moment. Sure. <laughs> and what I'm saying, I like that you have a, a way of expressing what you're feeling. And I'm wondering if that's something that someone else can benefit. You know, that would be cool if there was, like, if other people maybe, even if they're not great drawers, but 
I know you don't like talking, but maybe they like drawing. And mm. how do you use that as a means to express, to pause, like what Denzel was saying, pause, take a step back, use that as a means of expression, even if you're not doing it as a means of money as well. Because I never, mm. I mean, obviously you're an artist, so people expect you to be putting those emotions on the page, yeah. but maybe it's a useful tool for other people, right? Yeah. We stop expressing those parts of ourselves as we get older. Like I said, I got very serious and businessy and I forgot that I was poetic. I forgot that, that, I, I write, I forgot that I used to love singing, you know, so I had to go back to those parts of self so that they can be balanced, so that I can pause. And also doing things with your hands also really actually helps with your mental health. That's yeah. why some people enjoy gardening and all of that. So thank you for sharing that, Elliot. Denzel, what are you grateful for? for Oof. In, in the industry or just in general? Being, being the yeah. art space. Being the art space. Being where you're at. I, I think... Uh, a few things, right? Um, I'm I'm grateful that I'm I'm a, I'm a part, I'm a part of of history making in in the southern hemisphere. Um, being the the lover of history, and it, it's very important to be part of 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 a cohort of people who actually document our times. Um, if you can look at uh, what the artists have done during the pandemic, I mean, we've seen our art industry skyrocket during the pandemic. And they were documenting these times, which is going to be spoken in a hundred years. And just being part of that journey, being part of that group of people in Johannesburg who actually tell that story, I think that there's nothing I would have asked more. Um, I've always loved reading books of history. I've always loved looking at the events which have happened in the world. And I've always asked myself, what what am I going to contribute towards that? What 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 is my name going to be? said like in a hundred years what what people are going to say about my name what have i done for our community and being part of the community of artists we actually contribute to our history documenting our times documenting what we live in through now um which is going to resonate over time i think i'm just grateful for that um i, I don't think i would have asked for more and of course day to day i see people coming in being happy being touched by paintings which south africans do taking them overseas and all of that that I'm also grateful of. But overall, I'm just grateful that I'm part of this amazing history of South Africa. Love that. Absolutely yeah. love that. Thank you. I'm grateful for you guys. <laughs> for honoring no, the thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was yeah. a really good conversation. I hope it brings in more men to the podcast. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, we've, yeah, we, we've covered our way into, into the podcast. We are the first one. Yeah. Yes, Whoever yes, comes you afterwards. Yeah. You way into history. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. thank you for coming. Sure. I want to encourage all of you who are watching the podca podcast to follow Elliot on social media, to follow Denzel and Joe's as well on social media, and also really have a look at the art gallery it's in melville if you like art if you like it's a really cool spot so go check it out they have a lot of exhibitions and then also elliot if do you have any exhibitions coming up i uh, am um planning on winter winter okay so May, june yeah so i'm still working on the paintings the new, the new product Okay, so please, so that you don't miss out on all of that, please do check them out on social media, follow them, engage with them, you know, all of that stuff. And yeah, thank you for listening. I hope that this conversation really inspired you to 
to express all the different parts of yourself, to just start like what both Elliot and Denzel said, to really just not fear the rejection and understand that disappointment is a part of life. We're all here creating. And I believe that we're all creative beings, to be honest. We create the life that we want. We are expressive beings and we just need to find a place to put that energy, right? So thank you for watching and thank you for joining us on the Living Consciously podcast. Remember to subscribe, like, follow, wherever you're listening to this. Thank you.